This is Talk Soup, a podcast that listens to superintendents. I'm your host, Monica Brady Myrov. I'm a public radio reporter and the founder of ListenWise, an ed tech tool for middle and high school students that uses public radio to build student listening skills. It also helps English learners acquire academic language with rigorous listening practice. Check it out for free at listenwise.com. In this episode, we talk to Jerry Almandares, superintendent of Colton Joint Unified School District. And my job as superintendent is to get out of the way. And Almandares will tell us a secret. You know, I don't tell anybody, but I'd do it for free if, uh, if, if they didn't want to pay me. First, Almandares says he credits some of his success to the fact that he's a homegrown superintendent. As a result of, you know, being from the community and establishing these relationships, we were able to form what we call a community cabinet, which is made up of uh, city leaders, regional leaders that consist of city uh, councilmen, mayors, fire chiefs, police chiefs, our faith-based community, higher ed and nonprofits, as well as parents, all coming together and having a conversation about what the needs of the district are, and specifically how we need to prepare our kids to be ready for the job market once they exit our schools or uh, the colleges. And so um, we spent a couple of, uh, we spent about a year talking about um, the things that we needed to do, interviewing students at the high school, middle school levels, interviewing teachers and counselors and administrators about what are some things that that um, we need to focus on. And, and to our surprise, um, you know, we've always heard industry saying the public school system's not producing kids that have the skill set. Well, when we're having these conversations and, and our industry and our community is at, at the table uh, having this dialogue, they also learn that the kids actually do want to mentor and they do want to intern. And uh, our teachers do want people to come in. They just don't know where to go. And our kids don't know who to ask. Um, and so it was really an eye-opener for both not only our industry and our community cabinet members, but also for our, our students and our staff. And that really evolved into uh, really an overwhelming support from our, uh, our city and our region, our regional leaders, and that's allowed us to have the success that we're having right now. Let's talk a little bit more about EdCamp. Explain what it is and what it grew out of. Basically, it's an opportunity for teachers to get together and just learn and try new things and kind of experiment with some of the new apps that are out there or some of the new devices. And um, our attempt is to have teachers within our district actually do the presenting. And so it started out as our teachers saying, hey, you know, look what I'm doing at my site in my classroom. Or here are the apps that I'm using. Here's the platform that really works for me, and here's what my kids are doing to, um, hey, you know what, it'd be good if we brought in some national speakers. And so we have enough of our staff that has been really um, out there in the sense that they're um, uh, like Google certified or, you know, they've been doing a lot of work like that where they have networks that they're now starting to bring in some pretty amazing um, uh, keynote speakers to to some of these events. And we're looking forward to it. I believe this is our third year of doing it. And every year, it seems like it just gets better and better. And my job as superintendent is to get out of the way. As you just said, you said your job is getting out of the way. But what are some of the most important initiatives that you're overseeing to make sure that you're creating a healthy environment? 
What does being a future-ready district mean to you? Uh, Future-ready to me means that we're providing an opportunity and an environment in our classrooms for uh, teachers to take risks, um, for them to um, have fun, uh, for students, for, for us to change the experience for the students. Um, having fl- a flexible environment for them. So desks aren't necessarily aligned in rows. Um, students have the ability to sit, stand, to relax on a, on a couch. Um, it means that our teachers have the opportunity to use multiple devices, multiple platforms, and multiple apps to enhance the instruction that's taking place in the classroom. Tell me your education story. Were you a good student? So, no, <laughs> I was not a good student. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say. Um, you know, I, I had a, a working family. Uh, both my mom and dad were blue-collar workers. Um, I'm the first one in my family to go to college, my immediate family, and to graduate from college. Um, but I would say it, 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 it took me approximately 12 years to get a four-year degree. For, for lack of a better explanation. Uh, you know, I wasn't necessarily focused on the things that I should have been focused on, and I wasn't necessarily um, proud of some of the decisions that I made. But, you know, uh, when, as I started to get a little bit older and I started to realize that uh, the decisions that I was making was actually going to impact my life for the rest of my life, I thought, okay, you better do something different. And so I started going to school, you know, started going to school more, started taking college a little bit uh, more serious. I started out at a community college and then uh, finished my two-year degree there and then went to a four-year college and then um, finished my uh, BA degree there. Where, but, But my degree wasn't in education. It was in business finance. But when I graduated from that, I realized that I didn't have the network that I should have had if I would have been making the right decisions. So when I graduated, I didn't know anybody and I was applying for um, jobs like insurance agent and that's not what I went to school for. So uh, very quickly, um, I had to reevaluate my situation and I remember my wife telling me, you know, go back and become a teacher until you figure this thing out. Go back and sub. So I had my transcripts analyzed, and because I had a degree in finance, I was able to teach math. And at that time, like now, math was in high demand. So I went back and started teaching math at the at a middle school and loved every minute of it and never looked back. And this job now is more of a calling. Um, and, you know, I don't tell anybody, but I'd do it for free if uh, if – if they didn't want to pay me. <laughs> That's great. I won't tell anyone. This seems like a good moment to bring up a big talk question. So I'm going to pull a card here from the bag. These are big open-ended questions. And I'm going to ask you, what was the best compliment you ever received? The bet. Okay. So one time I, I, uh, I, I'm a runner. So I would, I would uh, periodically go running on the streets, uh, and one day I twisted my ankle to the size of like a, a grapefruit, a softball. And I was my wife had to take me to the emergency room. And this was years out of being out of a high school. After I was a high school principal, um, I was in the emergency room in a wheelchair. And um, I remember 
seeing this group of young adults come in and all of a sudden I heard, and I was still in pain. I saw a group of adults come in, young adults, and I'm just sitting there going, okay. And then all of a sudden I heard my name, uh, Mr. Amadaris. And I look up and it was one of my former students. And she happened to be a nurse at the at the hospital. And she turned around to the two colleagues that she was walking in with and said, this, is, this was my principal in high school and you will not believe how many people he's helped. And that was you know that was my why it was like i as much pain as i was in that one day thinking i had broken my ankle that one comment by that student that i do remember that was wasn't always the easiest person to get along with but for her to turn to her her uh, colleagues and say this guy has helped a lot of kids just meant the world to me you've been listening to talk soup that's Superintendent Jerry Almendares of Colton Joint Unified School District. I'm Monica Brady-Myrov of ListenWise, a tool that helps improve student listening skills using podcasts and public radio. You can sign up for free at listenwise.com. Thanks for listening.